Hello and welcome to Ask Matron, episode four. My name is Robin Barker. I am a mental health nurse with a child sandpit worth of experience. <laughs> and I am joined by my colleague, Chris Kerr from the Sahara. <laughs> Actually, I think you'll find it's an English beach and I'm about to throw a rock at you. <laughs> <laughs> and make a sandcastle in the cold. No, I don't like sand. Welcome and thank you for coming back to join us. Oh, you're welcome. Uh, uh, oh, no, you're uh, talking to them, not me. Well, it did get a bit awkward <laughs> on the last episode. Yeah, yeah. So, um, you did have to persuade me to come back with more tea and biscuits. We've managed to uh, put those things aside and um, Chris has graciously joined me again otherwise I'd be a, a podcast of one which wouldn't be anywhere near as much fun and I'd probably get sidetracked pretty easily yes <laughs> this is a podcast believe it or not and we have as always a focus on the student nurse and answering questions and today's well not today's I guess this episode's because well, it is today's but could be I don't know when you're listening to this. It could be could any be like time. Dave, couldn't it? And you'd be repeated episodes in, you know, 10 years this time. This is true. Yes, you could be <laughs> listening to us from the future. <laughs> Let's not try and get our heads around those ideas. Even though this week's subject is academics. So yes. maybe we're over-intellectualizing things um, already. <laughs> so, but well, we are this... dressed for the occasion. Well, indeed. We've put on our posh frocks. And I'm wearing my jacket with the shoulder pads. <laughs> so, and I've got my pipe. No, I haven't, because we are a smoke-free facility like every other one that's out there. <laughs> Let me quickly do the business before I forget completely. This is a podcast for information and entertainment and, and not for instruction. So what does that mean, Chris? It means... It means that you don't rely on us, basically, to give you decent information. Exactly. If there's an awkward question, <laughs> just we'll skip it. But what we hope provides some food for thought. It provides a, a different voice. Chris and I both are mentors and have worked with a lot of student nurses and... I always wonder, what are the questions they're not answering, asking yeah, me? Yeah, absolutely. And this is an opportunity to try and draw some of those out. Thank you, everybody, for your contributions. Although I have to be honest, I'm a little bit disappointed because all of our questions come from Twitter tonight. And no one's emailed <laughs> oh, me. Oh, no. And I, I, I'm feeling quite upset and unloved that no one wants to email me. I'm not really that old. <laughs> <laughs> Chris, I'm sure if you if we could have the facility to you know have letters, <laughs> everyone likes a letter. You could send send you a postcard, couldn't <laughs> you? Everyone likes a letter. So, I'm sure people will be jumping onto their keyboards to email you all their questions. Ask Podcast at gmail.com. There we go. Or you can tweet just... me, or I'll find your messages as I've been doing for this week. And so we'll start with Lucy on Twitter. That's written. I've nearly finished my first week of uni and I'm already worried about how intense it's looking and this week is only an induction. <laughs> the first week, I think, is probably one of the hardest weeks because everything is totally new. You've got a whole new group of people that you're socialising with, you're going into new buildings, you're trying to navigate the way around the world of academia, which mm. is not easy at the best of times, and throw that into probably living away from home. Sometimes it might even be for the first time. And it, it can be quite overwhelming, I think. It's when it suddenly becomes real, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. And when they're introducing you to the library and they're saying, <laughs> you're going to spend a lot of time here. <laughs> and you're like, really? Really? Yeah. Did you go to the library? I went to the library 
uh-huh. on occasion. I can't. <laughs> I imagine if anybody trains with is listening to this podcast, they they are uh, <laughs> they're awaiting for me. I, I, I went not as frequently as they did, but I was always delighted to see them there. It is really hard. But you'll start to build up that social support from your peers and your colleagues that that they're also feeling a bit like a fish out of water because mm. this is completely new to them as well. And actually, you, you'll find a natural affinity to people around you and you will develop friendships and relationships within your cohort that actually will last you for the whole of the your nursing kind of student nursing career something that I saw a lot of people get very concerned about and something I think I I hear from student I don't often meet student nurses in their first placement because I because I work in quite a specialist area so they often don't come to to, to work with me until they've been toughened up they can deal with having to put up with me <laughs> no each day. I think it's just you not it's, your placement this is just me yeah. <laughs> like, we, can't, we can't send it wrong in someone unless they've uh, they, they, they've had a couple of years under their belt but in that you know, that first academic module, I remember thinking, well, am I going to have to learn so much in order to do any writing or produce anything? Mm -hmm. And it doesn't perhaps get linked in with the fact that you'll learn a lot on that first placement that will then directly apply back to the academic aspects that you are also learning. Some people just don't like studying. (laughs) I don't know. Chris, looking at me, I don't... No, 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 no. No. (laughs) I, I am not a good student. I have to be honest. And I... Uh, you see you look at me like I'm looking at you you've got so many letters after your name yeah but that doesn't mean I'm good I've I've done it but that doesn't mean it hasn't been a real chore yes and and I think that's that's some of it isn't it is that it is an absolute chore Mm. yeah and in your first week actually that's kind of not really what you thought you were letting yourself in for perhaps yeah you know, you're in university for so many weeks and you don't even get to see a patient or anything to do with nursing for what seems like an era when actually that's what you want to do. Yeah, and I, and I remember kind of all the um, the dates being set out, like this is every deadline you have for the next two, three years. <laughs> yeah, okay. And I just ah. think at this point, it might be better to just ignore them. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, to think about the next deadline and yes. not six deadlines ahead. Because I think there is a small aspect where you can sort of lose complete kind of grip on things where it's like, I have all this to do. Absolutely. And Ellie actually on Twitter says, if only I can qualify as a nurse without the uni and essay bit, I'd be fine. Love placement, hate academic work. And I can relate to that. I think for me, it's really important. I think that, you know, working where I routinely am writing quite complicated letters to yeah, GPs, absolutely. to uh, clinicians that don't work within mental health settings, so to, to, to A&E consultants, and needing to be able to write two, three, four page letters sometimes, which are a chore now, but yeah. are absolutely part of the role. And thank God for Spellcheck. Thank you know, God. at the end of the day, Spellcheck is a wonder. And obviously, I didn't have that when I first started. Oh, no. <laughs> Chris, you, you didn't use that book thing, did you? You know, with all the words in it where you had to... Yeah, I remember handwriting my first essay. Wow. Yeah. I've seen your handwriting. <laughs> I can't know what you mean by that. <laughs> but on a serious note, if, if you can pick an aspect of the academic bit that you're interested in, you will find it so much easier to write about. And there are going to be the essays that are going to be painful. And having done a couple of those recently, that was like pulling teeth and Robin is smiling. Personal experience. (laughs) (laughs) There's another comment I I, I thought it would be good to share is just from Laura, 
she writes, although I hate the early mornings and late nights, I do love my job. Um, and she's a student nurse. And she's put, get me back on placement. Hashtag nurse. Hashtag assignment. <laughs> hashtag death. <laughs> we love that. That's brilliant. That, that, was, that was our favorite tweet that we came across when kind of researching for this episode. There is an element of that, isn't it? There is still a degree of vocation around nursing and that you come into nursing because you want to be doing something because you want to be helping because you know that whole nurturing part of you that wants to be a nurse is is the thing that makes you a good nurse in some respects but actually it now comes attached with a whole load of academic work alongside and I guess to me it's about recognizing that there's a massive link between the two and you can't have one without the other Mm. And that's something we have to think about as a discipline. We haven't done a great job as nursing of saying, actually, we are we are something for the best and brightest to do. Uh, and it's about identity, isn't it? Absolutely. Our identity as a profession actually hinges on being able to critically analyse what we do and making it in a format that people understand. And unfortunately, in a lot of cases, it's an academic formula that people need to see. Mm. No, and I think, you know, we touched on a lot of those issues around identity in episode two. Mm. And I think that thinking about how this academics relates is, yeah, is, is, it's, it's all kind of wrapped in now. Thinking about, and especially thinking about other opportunities that might be available for, for nursing that. students. I mean, I, I was uh, re- recently at a university looking at their nursing programs in all branches. There is a lot of master's routes for nurses now. There are clinical academic career routes that are going on at the moment that I, I think are kind of gathering steam. And thinking about how an an undergraduate or a postgraduate training prepares newly qualified nurses to continue to be academics as well. From when I started my training, we never had research nurses. There wasn't such a thing as advanced practice. From an era where nurses never used to do bloods and cannulas when I first started. So in order to progress, we have to move forward, but we have to demonstrate that we have the underpinnings of knowledge in order to do that and mm. the only way that you can demonstrate that is by getting a qualification that's academically based which means that you can critically appraise what you're doing as a profession but I, and i think maybe something to close out on for, for this episode is because i really think that the point that you raised around finding subjects that you're interested in and focusing on them because all the modules that you'll be doing will have the ability that you can link stuff in. For me, it was children and adolescents. And I was just constantly bringing that into all of my essays and all of my assignments. However tenuous, it was kind of like, no, they were coming in there because that was the subject area I was interested in writing about and was more interested in. So if you've got areas that you're interested in, bring them in. And, and, and maybe it'll make it for some that find it a bit unbearable writing all these essays that I know that we've both been through that. And it's not forever. Yeah, absolutely. So, well, well actually, we, we said that. I, I'm sure I said that I was never going back to. University. I never said I was doing my masters. Yeah, and then and then you did it. So, yeah. so yeah, you might get caught back in uh, the academic trap at some point in the future. Yeah, you will. You will. Yes, and it becomes a bit like a drug, doesn't it? No one is more surprised. It doesn't become like a drug. If it, well, well, no, like I need in... to go to a program <laughs> to, to to stop getting off of it. It's, uh... <laughs> As in you achieve something and then you want to go on and do more things. Yeah, maybe. Or or is it just sometimes you just got to do it to be able to get the next thing you want. So we envy all you eternal students who just love the world of academia. Oh, yes. This is like an, acad- this is an episode of academics by TV where I just like, oh, 
also not academic. <laughs> Which is but, hilarious. <laughs> we we also salute you, academics, and just remember there are people out there. Like but they're us. not. You're not. You're not listening to it. Well, then you might be. But if you are, you're in the library. So don't laugh. Yes. Thank you very much for this. I've got it. I've got it. <laughs> <laughs>